to Mike Chank Waifu Waifu. Waifu waifu Tell them Is that you? Yes sir 192 This is episode 192 Of my check Waifu waifu As always It's brought to you by Lou Complex Make sure you go to LouComplex.com I think it usually offer code waifu Last I heard it didn't work Um, I have to contact Cry about that But Use the Use the offer code waifu To save on your entire cart That's also brought to you by Don'ttalkshop.com And as well As the most important piece of this patreon.com slash mic check waifu waifu make sure y'all go to patreon.com slash mic check waifu waifu and get early access to the video version of the podcast okay get access to the bonus podcast the after story podcast episode 57 just dropped and it's all about breakups and social engineering fantastic episode another great episode of the after story um, make sure you get access to that. Uh, also, you get to watch along with Till. You get to read along with me soon. Okay, soon. I got to wait till some of this content die down a little bit before I uh, do the read along. But it's coming. I promise. I didn't forget. Uh, shout out to you, Lobo. Um, yeah. Patreon uh, is also brought to you by our producers. Shout out to the producers. Of my shout out to AB Aaron Brown, Dre to Go G, Johnny from Shogo Ha. Get the pro from Cat Culture Podcast and Shogo Ha. <laughs> Sorry, I'm on one today. Shout out to explicitly Monique Williams, Nachi, and Saphir. Thank y'all for, 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 for producing this. I'm keeping all this in, by the way. For producing this and many other episodes of the podcast. I promise you, we've been doing this for 192 episodes, and I still sometimes get tongue tied. Uh, probably because I've been uh, I've been gaming anyway. Yeah, yeah. How that wild hearts? Fucking great. Anyway, let's 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 save that. Let's save that. But I do want to discuss. Tell it's how you feeling. I want to know how you doing. I'm good, bro. Um, uh, well, I think I told you about my uh, high protein, uh, slight calorie deficit diet, so I can keep building my muscle mass and stuff like that for mm-hmm. the for the upcoming uh participation in my competition. Um, yes, sir. I, it's it's coming out way better than I expected. Way better. That's what um, we like to hear. It's I uh I didn't have any other than my classes I took, I didn't have any prior uh assistance with this. So this is all based on uh, my personal knowledge and what I've been doing. I mean and you I are a personal like, trainer. That's true. But just because you're a personal trainer, there's some personal trainers out there who are astastic. Um, you know, the, the waist trainer sellers. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. The, the uh, CMOS sellers, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that shit. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and get up. CMOS is fired too, by the way, though. It, CMOS is good, but, you know, ain't nothing a miracle drug to get you out of your, uh, your weight gain or weight loss. That's uh, a fact. Stuff. 
um, except for this new thing they just passed, which we'll probably talk about that on after story coming soon. <laughs> but yeah, bro, I, I'm I'm good, man. How you feeling, Polo? I'm great, man. I don't know why I'm in such a good mood today of all days, but I am. Um, been playing a lot of video games again. Stream is still going well. Shout out to y'all over there at twitch.tv slash polo born We popping off. Um, but I just been chilling, man. I, I really ain't got nothing to add other than I'm looking forward to this read long because I, I keep hearing, I, I keep thinking about it. You know what I mean? It's like in my mind. I love that. You know, and I can't wait to do it. It's like pr- picking at you. It's exactly. Probably. It's it's definitely picking at me. So I'm, it's I'm like look, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's like Polo. Go ahead and let's let's do it. Let's do it. Soon, TM. Um, other than that, yeah, I'm great, man. I wanna uh, I wanna get to get into this anime. Tells bringing a, a special spicy type topic for us. It should be fun. But before we do that, as we always do, let's give our episodes of the week this week. Tell you first. I feel like I always go first in the episode week, but it's easy for me. Um, I, I'm sorry, Rob J. While I entirely love you, and uh, same thing to you, Polo. I love you too. But Trigun had an amazing fucking episode, bro. Trigun. Yeah, Trigun had a great episode. It's I great every it. week. It's great every week. Was not expecting that. Why? Why you say it like that? <laughs> uh, listen, listen, listen. I, I'm not gonna say because you know how we be happy. We have heat weeks every season and this was one of those weeks where there was quite a few actual like really good episodes like i'm not mm. gonna say quite but it was like four episodes that i thought were like on par with mm. with some high quality like stuff that we we should have been seeing but uh trigun just just hit it for me today this week <laughs> yeah this week guys you might be on to something because uh near was fantastic my god was that episode dude I'm gonna get into. I'm a listen. This episode of Near is not my episode of the week, but I will say that that shit was so fire because of the level that that this episode is based off of was just like that. But this is probably the best video game adaptation anime I've ever seen in my life. It's so good. It's so fucking good. But I digress. The episode of the week is Angel Next Door spoils me rotten. I'm fucking shocked as hell. Like I, Angel Next Door spoils me rotten. Literally took steps. Like huge leaps, not even just steps, leaps across the fucking progression plot. Like I just love what it did. It was mm-hmm. so powerful. At this point, they might as well say, like, "I love you." You know what I'm saying? Um, spoiler alert. But we're not there yet, obviously. But listen, Eminence and Shadows finale was so fire, and I'm so so shocked that you said Trigun over this finale because this finale had everything you love incredible sound design the fight was some of the best fighting i've seen in eminence and shadow since the shit dropped way better than trigon had it's a uh, uh this week like the fighting was so good like the silent step he was using fucking no music no noise and he was just moving behind her like it was just an, an incredible and we're gonna talk about that in the spoiler and the spoiler half of the show because we have to talk about the finale of eminence and shadow this week I actually have a very specific reason why Eminence and Shadow wasn't my episode of the week, but you're I, drunk. I'm about to get there. I, yeah, yeah, I'm, you're I'm drunk. Because every, every piece of it, every, every piece of that episode was fire to me. It was so fire. And I, dude, I can't wait to talk about it because I, I need to know. I need to know what the fuck is going on with you because it had everything tell loves. And I'm now I'm really confused. Everything tell loves. Everything. Um, Except for what I wanted. <laughs> okay, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Because it, it had what I wanted. But Angel Next Door is it. 
Um, mm. definitely, definitely my episode of the week is easily. Rob J hashtag Rob J was right. Um, yeah, yeah, he was definitely right. Uh, anything to spotlight? Let me find a show uh, to spotlight. I do want to spotlight something, man. Something that needs some love this week. We just gave it to quite a few. Because I was gonna say, I kind of, I got, I got what I want to spotlight. Okay, go ahead. Um, it's a slice of life. I've talked about it before, but it's Tomo China's a girl. Okay. Um, episode this week, uh, we got a lot of uh, introspection. And it was more about um, our main character, Junichiro, who basically, more or less, uh, we get that backstory on when they were a kid and he first met Tomo. And how he essentially, when he first met Tomo, he had no idea that this was a girl and was like, why do I feel this way about this person? Ain't no way this ain't right. But uh, he he met Tomo-chan and Tomo-chan was just like exactly who she is now. Um, but he was from mainland Japan in Tokyo, right? So for him, he is like... Uh, raised in the city spoiled always had money they even come here same kind of scenario where they have money you know they're just a little bit different than everybody else he gets treated like someone entirely different in this landscape of where they are uh but what, what really drives this episode four is to see the difference and how he started in this like kind of community in his life as a kid and developed to this point and how you can see that initially he wasn't attracted to to Tomo Chan in a sense it was more about how he felt like her presence was so huge that being behind her he saw who she was and was like I gotta be able to be a person that can also stand side by side with this person and not just look at their back so it was a it was a great development for these characters um another really like I think it's a really good development in this like slice of life story so uh, Tomo Chan is a girl. When I, I I would like to spotlight, I think uh, keep watching it if you're watching it. Yeah, yeah. And for me, I guess I'll, I'll just talk about it because I just talked about it a little bit earlier. But it's near. Um, what Nier's doing with this fucking show is incredible. I'm not going to go into spoilers, kind of like Teldia, but I'm going to talk <laughs> broadly about why it's so incredible. Number one, okay. The number one thing that was so important about the game that was so impactful in the game for me, outside of its whole genre bending. Um, phenomenon that it was doing in the in the uh in the game is its sound design its sound design is fucking top tier some of the best sound design you ever hear when the robots talk uh dude i'm a fucking i'm a i'm a actually sample when the robots talk because um someone in my twitch chat won their sound um and his name is Tinglebot. so i'm gonna i'm gonna sample his uh I'm gonna sample the robot's voices and I'm gonna put me with a robot voice over that. It's gonna be fire. It's sound gonna be fire. But the sound design with the fire and obviously the music, man. And again, like I said earlier, the way it touches on, the way it adapts the video game level is something so special because when you come up to this fucking circus area, for one, you don't get this in a game, but it's okay that you didn't get it in the show. It's creepy, bro. It's so creepy. Like it's, Fucking, you get outside of it and you like these clowns and balloons are popping up in the game. I'm describing these clowns and balloons are popping up and you you're moving around this little uh this little carnival and you get to the inside of the carnival to that particular boss. Okay. And what's so special about it is the way you fight that boss. 
the way you fight that boss is you use the pot. The pot shoots shoots the um the balls that come out of the boss's uh the boss's bottom half. Shoots those because it's, it's like a bullet hell. So you shoot those bu- uh those bullets with the pot, and then you mm-hmm. go when the core opens up. That's when you attack it again. It's so fucking sick how they adapted that into this show. It's absurdly good while still telling the story while still having the background story play in an even better way than the game did like this is additive to the game not uh subtractive supplicative whatever (laughs) not taking away from what the game did but it's adding more to the story and the lore of near that's so fucking special bro it's so good this episode of uh near welcome back near it was fantastic and i can't i can't take it away so. Um, I feel like we we agree on how amazing Nier is. I just love hearing your experience though about it, right? Because like to me, on the outside, I'm like, yo, this shit is fire, <laughs> right? Like, right? Like I'm like, yo, this is fire. But you know, I haven't played the game. I've just watched people play it. But this specific part, I had no idea, right? Yeah, I came so into this with like like fresh eyes. So for me. I was like, yo, <laughs> bro, you, you going through this carnival and then you just like fall down when you fall down it's dark as fuck. And then the spotlights come on and it's fucking this, this, this boss just comes out and you're in the middle and it has the fucking, it has, you know how the, uh, the outer edges, even they even adapted that into the anime, like in a way that's so sick. It's so, it's so good. Yeah. It's so good, it- man. That uh, like you said, that genre bending, um, where you're mm-hmm. mixing that uh, that bullet like, hell. It's not like it's not even like you're mixing the concept of a game because we understand that this is this is a, a game anime, right? It's an adaptation of a game to an anime, but it almost feels like you know they. I mean, I'm not gonna say almost. It just feels like they did it adequately, more than adequately. More they, than they, that, they yes. Superbly to to how you feel like this should be done. So yeah, uh, continue. It's, it's good to have near back 125%. Yeah. And like I said, in the, uh, in prior times, like I didn't beat all the endings. Cause like I said, it's 26 endings in the game. All the letters are the alphabet. I'll feel obviously. And it's on H. I, I really want to go back and get these other endings, man. Cause I, I never got to H. I got to like, I think I got to like C or D or something like that. Um, I, God, I need to know, man. I need to know. Um, I really want to just play up through it again from scratch. Um, also, in the game, I don't think they're going to do this in the show because it's obviously not possible. But I'm gonna give you a little a little taste of what the game does and how crazy it is. The game has a boss battle, right? The boss battle is against the creator of the near series. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a regular humanoid but android type figure, and he's in the game. And, and you talk to him and you have to fight him and he's hard as fuck. But that's how crazy near it is. It's it goes deep, man. It goes deep. It's a great it's a great game and now great anime. I think I don't know. I don't know of any other anime to game outside of like, obviously, you have Clannad, right? Clannad started off as a visual novel. So that I don't think we can really count that per se. But this is this is probably the best. So. I have I have one more kind of question to go with this. Mm-hmm. Um, we had and this is on After Story, so check out After Story uh, for more context on this. But we talked about how um, the Last of Us. You felt like the creation of this show was not necessary. Yes, right. But near, do you feel that same way? Do you feel like the creation of this anime adaptation was necessary? 
it's never necessary. No, I will forever feel that way, regardless of of the situation, because I play the game, and the mm-hmm. game stands on its own as one of my favorite games of all time. So, with it standing on its own as one of my favorite games of all times, so I've experienced the story. The difference is, is that this is additive to that story. Right. So while it's not necessary, we don't need it. No, 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 no. We yeah. do, we will yeah. never need it. But. So that's what I was looking for is because like you said, it's 26 endings. Um, if it's 26 of them things and a lot of us ain't going to play 26 endings, we might play like four or five. Yeah. I mean, to, to be fair, the game is like 11 hours long base. Right. So 26 endings, you're probably end up like with 40 hours. I put 40 hours in Dying Light 2 and I haven't even got past chapter two yet. Mm. Just, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, that's just kind of put it in, in perspective. So it's like, it's not too, too much. So to it's do. not going to be necessary for a completionist. But I mean, if you ain't a completionist, you might as well go ahead and turn this anime on. We're talking to you. Uh, yeah, go ahead I, and watch it. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe it. It's, I can't believe it how good it is, to be honest. I'm shocked, to be fair. Because it's Square Enix. I don't trust them. I guess it is A1 picture, so I knew I already knew it was gonna look good. Um, but I didn't know, I didn't know Square was gonna like be okay Do with producing like something like this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, sorry about that long-winded spotlight, but we got that's what it's for. We gotta we gotta give those those flowers. Tell is bringing us the topic this week. Very interesting topic that I'm looking forward to discussing because <laughs> I saw it. I did see it after you mentioned it. Um, I looked at it. Uh, this is coming from our uh, our Facebook page. Make sure you go to facebook.com slash Mike Check Waifu Waifu. We are at 9.1K supporters there. And uh, in our Facebook group, join our Facebook group as well. We have over 500 people in there chatting it up. But tell, you want to bring the topic, brother? Yeah, yeah. So uh, just as a, as a pretext, I'm not a power scaler. Um, I don't like Never. power scaling. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I, necessary I think, though. <laughs> I think it can be necessary, but yeah, you know what I said. Like, I like, I like, I like taking it at face value for what we get. But here we go. Here, this is how we're gonna do it right here, right? In the Facebook group, um, we got a, a post share with us, right? It's a picture of Gohan and Broly. It says Super Saiyan Blue, or, or not Super Saiyan Blue, but you know Super Saiyan Super. Or Dragon Ball Super, Brawly, and Gohan. And it says, who y'all got in this fight? Neither holding back, no plot armor, full scale. And this is from my boy, Andrew Kenter, um, out of Florida. Uh, I miss you, by the way, bro. But um, so basically the conversation is based around no one's holding back. There's no plot armor, full scaling, right? At maximum capacity power, who is stronger? Now, I'm just going to be uh, completely honest with you, and I'm just going to give you my answer right off the bat. Um, it's Gohan, right? I'm going to tell you why it's Gohan. Because Akira Toriyama said it's Gohan. He- <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Story done. <laughs> uh, but I get it. Though, I right? love that. I love that. <laughs> I, I 100% get it why, why uh, people would say Brawly. Because let's let's look at the movies, right? And I, I imagine Polo might not have watched both of the most recent Dragon Ball movies. You damn Skippy. Right? So in the movies, we got Goku and Vegeta fighting Broly. They both go Super Saiyan Blue, and Broly is kicking their ass. He not killing them. He can't kill them because they, they are strong enough to withstand his, his blows and stuff. He can't kill them, right? 
Um, but they also cannot kill him in return. Super Saiyan Blue, right? This is God level. Got it. Understood. Um, they fuse into Gogeta and they just start dogging, bro. Dog walking <laughs> Broly. And I mean like dragging him, like kicking him through mountains and, and through the planet and that's the end of the fight. They save Broly life instead of killing him. That's the end of the movie. Now, um, the comparison here is to um, Gohan's Dragon Ball movie. In Gohan's Dragon Ball movie, he fights a new version of Cell. This is Cell Max. Cell Max is just like perfect Cell. He was made to be stronger than Goku. Cell Max is made to be stronger than Goku right now. (laughs) Super Mm. Saiyan God, Goku, Cell Max was created to be stronger than him. Cell Max, without a mind, is as strong as Broly. Mm. Cell Max is going ham. As strong as Broly. That is stated by Akira Toriyama. The creator of Dragon Ball. The creator of Dragon Ball. Um, Then, Cell Max with a mind is equal to the new form of Gohan, which is called Gohan Beast Mode, or Gohan Beast, where he unlocks his full potential. So, right now, as it stands, the strongest person in the Dragon Ball galaxy or universe as we know it is the ultimate gohan beast form right nothing above it because it was supposed to be 25 years ago right akira toriyama said that he also talked about how excited he was to have this new form because it it brought back his original image of what he wanted the show to be like what he who he wanted to be the strongest right now i get it power scaling you're looking at you're looking at gogeta kicked the shit out of Broly. Broly survived getting the shit kicked in. But we're also looking at the fact that a whole being that was made to be stronger than Goku, who is the strongest in that universe, someone had to stand up and mop him. And the person that mopped him was Gohan. Boom. I, I just, I don't understand the idea of power scaling when it comes to like, like I get, if, if there's no definitive answer, power scaling makes sense. But the definitive answer is right there. And I don't, I don't, I'm not, I don't like debating nonsense. And I felt like uh, this could have been a very easy debate of me descending into like paying attention, too much attention to nonsense. When the answer is, like I said, Akira Toriyama, Akira, Akira Toriyama said, Beast Gohan is the strongest. So I do want to get Polo's perspective on this though. Cause I, I, and I hate to say that I feel like he's going be on my side on this. I would love if he played devil's advocate, but like, how do you feel about this, bro? I'm not an idiot. How can I play devil's advocate to something that's clearly stated? For one, Dragon Ball Z is fucking stupid. It's fucking dumb. It's the dumbest shit ever. So when you come talking about power scaling of Dragon Ball Z, there is no way that no one in God's green earth other than the creator himself (laughs) would know who's stronger than who and when they're stronger than that like nobody would know but nobody knows you're just you're just giving your baseless opinion on something that you think and want to be the case it's not it's not what it is in in the dragon ball z world in this particular instance because the fucking creator said what it was so with that being said the actual topic is what tell so what i wanted to expand this topic into is the idea of the creator versus the fandom mm-hmm. or canon versus the fans' head canon or hopes, right? Yes. Now, 
hear me out. What a great one. Because because the reality of this of this whole thing is that fans are always going to have an idea as to where they want something to go. Always. And and Dragon Ball obviously is a huge like is a huge like cautionary tale to this, right? Mm-hmm. Because Dragon Ball would have been over years ago. But us here in America, we fell in love with Goku. And I'm not let's not say all of us, but we we here we fell sure, in love with yeah. Goku. No, right? the royal we. Right. So we fell in love with Goku. Akira Toriyama was like, <laughs> well, Shonen Jump was like, y'all, come on, come on, man. You can't, you can't drop the ball on this. This is money, bro. This is money. This is cake. The, the Americans is stupid. <laughs> we tired of Goku over here, but give us Goku. And they keep giving us Goku. They feed us Goku. Give us more right. and more. And we've, we've pushed this to a point to where like the, the hopes of the fandom are over are trying to overshadow because they can't necessarily overshadow, but they're trying to overshadow the actual story of the creator. Yes, and to me, that's a huge issue, and it's almost like uh, it's it's the same thing that happened with Promise Neverland. Yep, it's a, it's the same thing that happened with Attack on Titan. I mean, Attack on Titan had a bad ending to begin with, but <laughs> these are these are stories that essentially, um. They they had endings that weren't amazing, but now the creator is like, let's try and backtrack on this because everyone has their own head cannon. Like yeah. everyone has their own hopes for a story. It's not your story, bro. Yeah, and while <laughs> why why Attack on Titan ending is terrible, that don't I don't want it to change. I want it to be exactly as it is. Just just let it breathe. Let it live. That's right. a that's a perfect way of putting it, man. I like you think about it, not only not only did they do that with Promise Neverland? Which, I mean, the manga I heard was better. Obviously, you you told me it was much better than what the ending is in the anime. But trying to force that into an anime is is the perfect example of what this fandom could do. Because I don't even believe that they wanted to make another anime season, did they? It didn't seem like it, right? Uh, like it just it, it to me it just seemed just rushed. Yeah. Like and and I and like I said, I think the reason that like for instance, uh, Promise Neverland was rushed was because there was so much backlash on Pressure. the ending for the manga that they were like, well, let's just put it out. We're going to change the ending mm. so, that, so that people love it now, right? And they changed the ending and it was worse. There and it it's is. like, it's almost like what the fans want is worse than what the creator had in mind. That's, and that's crazy. That's crazy. Because I can guarantee you what the end of Attack on Titan will be in the fans' head is way worse than what we got. And what we got ain't great. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not a fan of what it is, what it is right now, but it's still it's it's over and I'm I'm good with it. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm good with it in the sense of it, it can be done. You know, I I don't need any more. Right. You know what? You know what this reminds me of and what this brings me to. Since we're on this this whole shonen kit, which we rarely dive down, which is kind of fun. <laughs> it's kind of fun to be down here a little bit. You know, um, with everyone else. But I, <laughs> I think about Boruto, right? And I feel like that shit should have never been created. I don't think it was his intention to to keep it going like this. While it's a brilliant idea for sake of money and 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 continuing the the world of Naruto, like it, it could it could it could work. But I just don't think it's working now because look at what we're getting, man. I don't I don't understand. Like and in the first half of Boruto wasn't even the creator, so it was like I don't I don't. I don't get why we had to do this. I'm so sad about Boruto because of the potential, man. 
I got who I wanted in the ships. You know, the ships worked out, you know what I'm saying, in my fan own fan head cannon, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But in my phone in my own fan head cannon, it was not fucking not Sasuke beating up Velociraptors and Naruto <laughs> fighting blobs of alien scientific monstrosities all the time. Like it was not that, man. And that's I feel like we just need to let the creators be. And you know what's even better, right? The fact that you brought up Naruto slash Boruto is even better because um, Kishimoto, he also made Samurai 8, mm. which is another series. It's, it's a manga, but basically the manga did so, so bad because the, the fandom hated it that he didn't even finish the entire story. He just cut it short quick. Damn. And it's like high key. If he had just written the whole book out and y'all at least got to the end. Like, and that's that's kind of like what happened with uh what was that? That that anime we watched with the AI last season. Um, Love Flops. Okay, okay. Sometimes, sometimes the creator has intention behind what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And if you don't push past, and I'm not saying that every everything's gonna be like that because some things are just gonna be garbage, right? Some things are just gonna be trash. I, I'm but, raising my hand for those of you who can't see the video version, but I'm raising my hand. Boruto, I watched 255 episodes, still trash. Yeah, but like let's let's look at this. This is a creator who is renowned for creating a series that was groundbreaking. 100. Hated or love it, it was groundbreaking. And and because you expected Samurai 8 to be more like Naruto, y'all hated it. Right. So now the creator didn't even get to divulge his full vision because so many fans had their own headcanon. And and let's let's be real. We all we all fall into this space at some point with some things, right? Like it's it's gonna be like that regardless, right? Yeah. But it's almost like you gotta let let it cook, <laughs> you know. If I give you a steak and I just hit it on the grill and then flipped it off and then boom, it's been on the, on the grill for ten seconds. Your steak is not medium rare. It's right. it's high key still actually mooing. So I need you to go <laughs> ahead and figure that out. Um, so it's it's almost like why why would you let them not give you a completed dish? or a completed something yeah. before you start trying to throw in your two cents. Um, and like I said, I, that goes so far because the, the creators are, are pressured by the fans. Yeah. And that's maybe it's a cultural thing because like for me, why, why does fandom completely dictate where shit go? Cause the same thing with bleach bleach was supposed to be done at, uh, before like, well before it's ending like initial ending right mm-hmm. I, I don't understand how we what people do to creators to make them completely u-turn i i can explain that part too but i'm gonna let you keep cooking and i also want to say that this is this is kind of like a version of of the way it should be done okay let me give you a, the the perfect the perfect, um, I guess, the, the perfect best of both worlds, in my personal opinion. This is the the best of both worlds, in my personal opinion. Okay, Clinat. All right, it's a series that has uh, 
multiple routes it could have it, it could have taken with its main characters, its main plot, and the choices he made with choosing who he wanted to be romantically involved with. The story was the story through and through. So you got 24, 25 episodes through and through. The story was a story A to B. Okay. But they had OVAs that were some of the best OVAs. Me and Lee was just talking about this right before we got here. Some of the best OVAs you will ever see. And they, they are must watches when you watch Kanat. You have to watch the OVAs as well. Because what it did do is because of those options or routes that people may have wanted to take when it came to who our main character was involved romantically with, they created an OVA episode of just that. It was the what the romance would look like if he chose this girl, this girl, this girl, this girl, this girl. And it was beautiful. It was, you can, at a certain point, you can watch the show and you can stop. And you, I, I think it's specifically set up to where you can take the OVAs and plug them, plug and play them. And it could be the end of your series of Kanat if you wanted to. Your own headcanon, because these are all the girls. Like, these are all of them that you have to choose from. So, whatever you thought would be the best for our main guy, you could have chose that and you could have ended it, right? You could have just stopped watching. That would have, it could have ended perfectly fine. Perfectly fine with that. And I think that's the way you could do it. Now, as far as Shonen goes, I think that's virtually impossible to do, right? Yeah. yeah and, and I was even going to say, because, like, let's, it's, it's 8 billion of us on this planet, bro. Um, and probably let's, let's just throw out a, a wild number and say like, it's at least 80 million of us that watch anime, <laughs> right? That's probably a low ball still, True. but, uh, let's say it's 80 million of us that watch anime. Now, 80 million of us don't watch the same anime, but no matter what you do, there's going to be someone not satisfied. Someone going right. to make their own canon. They're going to fuck it up for the rest of us. <laughs> but, but you are entirely right on that though, you know? Um, especially with like Clint, that that the fact that they they gave you that alternative to take that separate route and you could have your own head cannon and just be done, that also is a beautiful philosophy. Um, but then you look at different things and and you kind of like let's say we expand on it and go because th- this is this is going to be essentially viewership cultural outside of everything right because if we go to live tv shows mm-hmm. it has that same impact and the reason that these shows take in what the fans want so much over like sometimes the creator is because you got brands brand deals you know commercial slots yeah commercial slots financing money. how stupid like, of me it, to forget about like, that it's like if and we we had a, we just had a, a fun joke about Balenciaga on, um, on After Story. Yeah, was that a, was that After Story? Was, or was, was that before was, we recorded? It, it was Dolce Gabbana because I was telling you about these, these right. Balenciagas I was looking at, but it's yeah. like Dolce Gabbana and, and Balenciaga, right? Check out but After we Story. About, we was talking about these brands, right? And the reality is this: brands go where uh, the money is, and uh, the view is the money. You, Right. And I don't know if you've seen like Keith Lee on TikTok, sure. but Keith Lee is a, a food reviewer and even him, he's been blowing up and it's like the brands want to give him money because that's where, you know, he's, that's where, you know, people are coming from. They're coming from him. Yeah. But the, the reality is, is that like, that's where brands are going to do. They're going to go to, they're not going to say go to the creator because if someone else had an idea, but Keith Lee is the one that made it famous. 
they're going to go to Keith Lee because that's where the money is so they can so that he can try and, you know, drive that funnel towards them. And essentially, that's where this creator versus fandom thing comes from, because like it's almost like the fandom can be a detriment to the creator of the show or whatever they love. That's true. You are you are actually making it harder for the person who makes exactly what you love to continue making hmm. what you started loving in the beginning. Yeah. They have to change the entire dynamic and output of what they created because the fandom is so engaged and they want to see a specific outcome. Yeah. That this is what we get. Listen, maybe you're a listener, right? And maybe you're one of the ones that are that are rabid, okay? That are so gung-ho about your anime, your black clovers, your JoJo's bizarre uh, just a bizarre show um, or you're whatever, whatever, whatever you're a fan of. Maybe you're just like super gung ho about attack on Titan. And like, dude, I, nobody says it better than Rob J on Twitter. People are going to ha- love what they love and they're going to not like what they don't like. Just let it, li- let them live, man. Let them fucking live, dude. Like, cause ain't, ain't no way, ain't no way somebody's going to, death threat me into changing my views on anything or or even say they even say my opinion sucks or I'm I got terrible taste. You know how much of a fucks I give about that? Two? Zero. Oh, that's the answer is zero. None. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't mean shit to me. <laughs> I'm sorry. You feel that way. <laughs> don't listen. Um but still listen. Actually I don't you know please yeah. listen. I'm, I'm okay with you listening to my terrible taste if that's the case. Right. But like, and that's why I, it took me, it, my brain goes to the normie side of things. I'm like, but why care? But then you, you kind of hit the nail right on the head because of fucking money. Um, moral of the story. Let's, let's, let's kind of uh, solidify this in a, in a, in a topic where we can kind of put a cap on. Okay. Because this is very interesting to me. And I don't, to be honest, when you brought this to me, I was like, oh, this is a fucking Dragon Ball Z topic. I don't give a fuck about Dragon Ball Z at all. But it's so interesting to think that somebody, to, to put a cap on it, somebody tried to debate you about something the creator said. How you gonna tell me I don't know about that when you don't even know about that? You've just been told from the creator of the entire thing. So with that being said, I think what we need to do is just take a step back and stop making anime our personalities, okay? Don't make anime your personality. Just make it, you know, a hobby that you enjoy. Man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know. Wow. I just that's that's all that's 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 where I got. That's where my cap is. I was gonna say, is that the name of the episode? Anime is something you enjoy? Uh probably something. I'm I'm a, something like that. I'm a spin it. <laughs> yeah, I'm a spin it. <laughs> Don't don't make anime your personality or something shit like that. Mm-hmm. Anime is not a personality. There it is. And Whatever. if it was, it ain't necessarily an attractive one. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the case may be. What's your cap to this? Your moral of the story. Um it the reality is this. We can say whatever we want to. Yes. But facts are facts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if the creator said it is, and then let it be. Until yes, he changes his mind. That's and the end of that. Don't change his mind of the creators, bro. That's just crazy to me, man. Just and that's what I'm saying. You ain't changed his mind. You just 
change the uh, his pockets. Exactly. You had to fill his pockets with your money for what you said. That's crazy, man. It's so crazy to me. All right, that's fucking wild. Uh, let's do this recommendation roulette, but uh, let's do this with a little bit of a twist tale. It's your turn to roll to random. Um, let's try to both find something that looks interesting that we haven't seen. And bring it next week? And bring it next week. Bet. Say less. <laughs> 2017. Oh, it's your turn to roll to My fault. What the fuck am I doing? That don't matter. What's your number? Hold on. I'm getting there. I had to type. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. I don't know why I wrote the fucking number. Shit. I put I put the one to two thousand twenty two instead. <laughs> one thousand one hundred thirty one. I was like, anime existed. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, that's gonna be bad. Two thousand nineteen. Dude, didn't we just get nineteen last week? I'm telling you, here, let's go, let's go, let's go back. Let's go back. We did. Let's go back. Let's do 2009. Let's do that. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. That was a little bit different. Here we go. 2009. And, and let's even mix up a little bit more. Uh, pick a number one through four. Why? I'm not just choosing anything number. random. I'm choosing something that looks interesting to me. I'm just going to have you pick a season. <laughs> oh, to narrow it down? Yeah. Uh, three. Okay. Uh, winter, spring, summer season. Hmm? You got you got summer season. Summer season. Okay. Yeah, and I'm just gonna do the season after that. Or are we gonna do we both do summer season. We we'll both do summer season. Okay. <laughs> Funny because in 2009 the Clanada OVAs came out. Let's go. That's hilarious. And that's when Polo's life changed. I'm gonna do this uh the 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 Baka Monogatari. I ain't never seen it. Is that okay? Hmm. Oh yeah. I love that series actually. Is it is it a particular order you're supposed to watch that in? Because I know it's like 18 of them. It's 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 don't even worry about it. <laughs> don't even worry about it. Uh okay. I am going to go with. Let me see. I actually feel like. Let's see, Garden of Sinners. Nah, I'm not going to ask a movie. Let me see here. Maybe I can help you out if you don't mind. Yeah, is there a slice of life in here you want me to watch? Because I'll take. Okay. Let me, let me find something for you. This, this is summer. Yeah. Because I only seen one I might choose so far. I've seen Queen Blaze already. <laughs> Queen Blaze is definitely not a slice of life. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Corpse Princess? No, that's a special. I mean, mm. if I choose that one, I'll do the whole thing. Because I haven't seen Corpse Princess at all. Yeah, it's not a lot of good stuff here. Yeah, this is a. You got the best thing this season, other than Full Metal Alchemist. True. All right, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I've seen Summer Wars already. <laughs> I'm. You know what though? Hear me out. 
What was that that driving anime? It wasn't Red Line, right? No, it was Initial D. Initial D. How about this? I'm just gonna take Initial D. Okay, the first season of Initial D. Yeah, I'm gonna watch Initial D. All right, that's a promise, bro. It, it's a promise because I've been telling you I was gonna watch it. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Oh man, I'm very happy with that. Oh man, because you watching something that I like, so I mean, I figured that's only fair. I can't believe it's 82 percent. I've never seen it before. As well. All right, so let's talk about what we're gonna talk about during this break. What we're talking about during this break is My Hero, obviously. That's first. Um, the episode of My Hero we're talking about is episode 20. Second thing we're talking about is Angel Next Door spoils me rotten. Okay. That's episode seven that we're talking about. Can't wait to talk about that. Um, then after that, we talk about the season finale of Eminence and Shadow. Uh, I can really got to hear what Tilk has to say about that. So. We'll be right back after this.
and welcome black to episode 192 of my check waifu waifu hold on go pull up the bar <laughs> we are back to spoil my hero first episode 20 um yeah mm-hmm. great episode again <laughs> great episode again yo <laughs> Is this polo season? This, this is, is my polo season, season of my hero right here. That's this is like the, the 15th episode in a row. You said it was good. It's so good, dude. It's so good. Because it's like the perfect amount of uh of this and that. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It the makes per- sense to me. Okay. The perfect amount of where I want to go, how do I want to do this? The perfect amount of this, uh Deku moving and grooving and giving us a little bit more context in this in this other uh quirks and stuff now we got the other two finally going to get involved in shit and then we got him just saving that uh really hot monstrosity thing i don't know why she was <laughs> so cute i don't know she what the f- she was meant to be cute okay okay she was so She's cute like a rabbit shark. all right whatever it was i'm, I'm cool with it i'm cool with it um and then we got even then we got then we slide into Endeavor. Get a little bit more talking to Endeavor and and shit is going on in the city while they playing the uh the they're playing the Midnight Suns role, funny enough. And mm-hmm. Mid, and if you don't know Midnight Suns, it's a Marvel team with like Blade, Moon Knight. It, it's a it's a comic book Marvel team that's like the Avengers, but they street level crumbs. Um they have like Daredevil and Ghost Rider and Spider Man in it. It's like the smaller folk. Um but why they doing that and, and, and they're trying to find and we're getting context as to what their plan is all at the same time this is all happening perfect perfect amount of like flashback and context and story just a perfect amount and then you get towards the end with Lady Nagant and she fucking pop off I'm like wait I need to know a little bit more about her as soon as I said that we go into the her coming out of the jail and who she is and what she's done and, and what she's doing now she got the air walk from old boy that Deku fought uh, two seasons ago. I think that was. It's, it's just it was so good. This episode was so good. It had everything you want in it. Um, and in it, this what they did so well was the the cliffhanger was so perfectly the amount of it, it was like a little seasoning. It was so perfect the way it just was like okay, go to the backstory and then dive back into Lady and the guy. And she got the air walk, and then boom. Goes into the next episode. I didn't even see what's happening in the next episode. The next time part. I, I don't. Even I don't want to see it. I want to just see it. You know what I'm saying? Like I just want to see it. Exactly. And I think that's gonna be special. It's so. They did fire. this episode so well to me. To me, the delivery in this episode was on point. Um, like the way that they introduced Lady Naga and her her story and uh, even her questioning because she knew. I used to come after you, bro. Right. And I, I I used to come after you. Why am I the one that's getting treated different? She's like, he, and what he says is like, you, you actually killed one of your fellow heroes, and I need someone like you. And it's like, I still hate his part though. Of course, he's always trash. Yeah, he's trash. But, but like to see and not, that. Hold on, hold on. Sorry, so sorry, sorry to interrupt. He's trash in a way that not like a villain trash. He's just a trash character. I just wanted mm-hmm. to make sure I clarify that. No, I, I mean I understood. I don't know about yeah, yeah. that. I want to make sure they know. Say what Polo meant. My fault. But, <laughs> but uh, to see the context of her being what Hawks 
she he she is the 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 predecessor to Hawks and and seeing that that uh culmination of of growth and everything like that was was dope yes. and actually seeing her quirk in, in action like because in the manga I just see you can't bullet. see it yeah um, I, but to see that curve come through like yeah that shit that's, was fire that's, as fuck that's what I thought <laughs> I wanted her to be good so bad. <sighs> Why? You want her to be Because <laughs> she about to get you think she gonna get body bad? <laughs> no, it's not even that. It's just she's she's just such a fucking cool character. Yeah. Like such a cool would have would have been a cool hero. Um or probably was in the past. I'm sure they're gonna give us a backstory on why she killed who she killed, but I just think she's fucking fire, bro. And she would be fire to be on the good side. It'd be good to have her on the good side. And maybe that'd happen. Maybe Deku would bring that change out of her. Yeah, I think as soon as uh she hit the manga, she was a favorite immediately. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, everybody loved her immediately. She's so her power's dope. That's fuck. And I think that she got two. <laughs> it's also wild because that means she about to be stepping on them. <laughs> okay, good luck with that though. Um, <laughs> all in all, man, this season has been so. Again, minus the two episodes that needed to be flipped, so perfect as far for what my hero is. Right, I'm not gonna call it a perfect season, a perfect anime. Right, it's ten out of ten for us as masterpieces, and very select few, i.e., two that are masterpieces to us. But this season has been fucking phenomenal, man. It's phenomenal. Been, like an eight for you this season? Come on, man. Don't even don't even disrespect me like that. Easily in a nine somewhere in the points. I, I'm trying to make sure. I'm just trying to see what, what phenomenal somewhere in there, my man. hero is because I mean Some, a phenomenal for my hero could be like an eight point eight. Valid. 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 It, valid, valid. it depends on it depends on what the scale. Depends on what the scale say, bro. The scale averages it out. But I digress. Shit was heat, man. She was so good. I don't even know where to, where I want to go. Obviously, gut check. They're going to fight. All right. It's going to be a hell of a fight. And I better see the fucking other two powers in this motherfucking fight. Because if I do that, it's going to be fire. All right. That's all. Next up. Probably the best show of this season. Easily. Not even close. Angel Next Door spoils me rotten. I'm Before Polo go on his tangent, stop. Okay, Just let me, let me go. You go ahead. I keep saying this. These characters are fucking perfect, bro. Oh my God. And we we knew. We knew this story was coming. We knew it was coming, bro. Bro, we both said the, that this is exactly what it had to be. But like the, the when you hear about it, right? Still. Because obviously it was more detailed than, than what we were what we were thinking, right? But when they gave us the detail and the 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 reasoning behind her parents' absence and stuff, absence and stuff like that. I was like, "Come on, man, y'all ain't shit." <laughs> I was so mad. I was right. so you this this your daughter and you left her. She's an angel. <laughs> it's in the name of the show. She's an angel. What but, you, you? But you gotta you gotta put this in perspective. Tell she only became an angel because they weren't there. Because she wanted their approval, not because they weren't there. No, no, no. That's because they they weren't there. So to think she to get their approval or their attention, period, mm-hmm. she decided to be the angel to, to do this because, as she said in this episode, that that's not who she is. 
she's not that it's perfect she's sharp with it or sharp tongue she says she's fucking mean sometimes she's all the shit that she's labeled herself as was also very dramatic and, and over exaggerated for her too because she's a sweetheart obviously exactly. but she she's not who she is in school or or this this perfect top of my class type you know friends with everyone type chick she's just not um and it's this facade she puts on to try to become top tier student for her parents who didn't want her which fucking sucks man that sucks that absolutely sucks and the way she's caught herself a mistake she said yeah. she made a mistake and i mean and it explained her sitting on a swing it led into the first episode that was beautiful oh, bro. so perfect bro this, this, show episode, was perfect. this episode was definitely amazing this is a 10 out of 10 episode um and i mean there's just so much so to me this episode really pushed the agenda that i talked about before that the fact that it's not just that she's the angel next door but it's also he is her angel next door that's spoiling her rotten and and it's because she deserves to be spoiled bro yes. she she has been going through it and this is what she has deserved the entire time and we just didn't know it yet this yeah. this everything that people say that like when they talked about how she doesn't show anyone her imperfections everyone else around her just sees this perfect angel and the only person who has the ability to see what kind of imperfections what kind of flaws or anything from her is our our uh Amine. guy Amine, yeah and and man when he said how do I not fall for you after this when we kind of had those moments? Yeah, in this monologue? Fuck, bro. Oh, I was like, yo, yep. Yep. This is it. Because I fell for her. I'm in love. This is where we at. I'm just in love, bro. (laughs) It's so, what's so clean about it is that, like, not only did the overarching story progress, what is the overarching story? It's these two in their relationship, right? But not only did we get backstory, which is, even though we knew it was coming, very predictable, still was impactful, okay? Not only was it still impactful, what it did to their relationship was pushed so far forward with exactly what you said. How do I not fall for you at the end of this episode, like he said? Because everything, she's, she's just fucking spilling it. She's just letting it fucking go. Like, I'm so glad to be with you. I'm so glad that I'm next to you. I'm so glad I'm here with you. There's so much shit that she's just fucking throwing out where it just might as well be I love you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You understand what I'm saying? It's like it's so it was so powerful and so good and so well done, and both of them are just like, oh God. Even when he was at her door, sorry to, to kind of go all over the place and jump around, but I just love the show so much. Even when he was at her door talking to her, he was like, I want you to stay with me. She said, No, I don't. It's fine. I'll handle this. I'll take care of it. No, no, I want you to stay with me. It's not you imposing me. I want you here with me. Type. Sh- oh God, it was so good. Everything was so good. I can't, I can't, uh, I can't cut it enough. It was the, the perfect, this might be the perfect anime. Perfect slice of life. <laughs> it, it's hard to find one focal point for this. And that, that's also another thing that makes it amazing because it's like, it's normally for an anime, especially for something that's so impactful like this, it's very easy to say this is the focal point. But they have so many moments that are imperative to their characters themselves that 
yeah, the, the relationship with her parents were, was a focal point, but it's only one of multiple different focal points, you know, mm-hmm. like the, even the his best, best friend. Yeah. The, the best friends coming over. Yeah. The, and his couple and you know, their his girlfriend coming over and like how they were talking and stuff. That's another focal point when we discuss how she interacts at school and stuff like that, that was a focal point for me. I ain't going to cap to you when, when she talked about, uh, when he asked her, asked how, how's the bear. And she's like, Oh yeah, I, uh, I groom them every day, clean them and everything like this. And, you know, I sleep with them every night and then she gets nervous to me. That was a declaration of how much she cares about something because he gave it to her. That's another focal point for me, bro. I feel like this whole anime, this whole episode was a bunch of focal points about, the development and where the, the, the progression of the relationship has gotten to. Yeah. And it's what's what happened. And in, in I think the best part about the show, and I think everybody would agree with me on this one. The best part about the show is the natural buildup of emotions being revealed slowly, slowly, slowly over the course of each episode, each episode, the emotions grow more and more and more and not in a slow stagnant on board kind of way but in a way that's like oh shit oh shit it's getting deeper it's getting deeper like if you're binging this show you are in for the biggest treat of your fucking life because it's just gonna feel and flow so naturally that you ain't even you're not gonna miss a beat and it'll probably be the best show you've ever watched if you're you know if you're okay with it being a slice of life mm-hmm. it's just that damn good Easy. So damn good. It's so damn good. Easily. Um, let's give a gut check here. My gut check is next episode. I'm crying. I, it almost got me this time. <laughs> I'm not gonna hold you. I was like, damn, man. I was getting. I was. I had a, almost had the thug tear run down. Um, I don't. I don't know, bro. I think that so the next episode has to be some kind of reinforcement because this episode was kind of like the. Uh, I'm not gonna say like deterioration. But it was the the breakdown of it was more like the the compositional breakdown of the relationship, right? Yeah. Like, not not breakdown in a bad way, but like showing the the different levels and progression of the relationship. That's what I think this episode was, and why it was getting to that point and what it needed. So I think going forward, um, I think we'll have reinforcement of the relationship, right? So I think there has to be some kind of confirmation that like, okay, we're going to be together because she did say do you want to go out? And she didn't say like, do you want to go out as in like, let's, let's be together. Let's go on a date. But you know, I feel like that was the first sign that let's make this official. And that movement. I was going to say that from my gut check. The most important piece about this episode was her asking him to take a walk and go out. Because before, if you look six episodes back, it was, can't be seen in public because it'll fuck up some shit in school. That, now that that is let's go out just casually that uh, you fucking stole my shine because that's what I was going to say that is the biggest step within this because now what I feel like is going to happen is that it's going to be a more candid and open her and by her being more candid and open meaning who knows this new term they can be classmates and if they're classmates she's probably going to be open and talking to him in class naturally as possible and then the class is going to be like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Why is she talking to Amine? And, and you know, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, uh, it's, it's cool. We skipped over the whole, a whole nother focal point when they talked about, you know, her opening up when, in the conversation with the, with the best friend and stuff like that. Yeah, what she said she's here. More open, she's more open with Amine 
So if they are together in said room in school, she can be more open around other people because he's there. And I'm just like, basically, we getting there. <laughs> we getting That's there. Exactly it. Confirmation of it. So where I was going with my gut check is that they're going to end up in the, na- the, the same class next term with Chise, with the other guy. And it's just going to be awkward at first because he's not going to know what to do with it, but she's going to initiate and make that move into, you know, hey, I'm in it. And then the fucking class is going to be everybody. They're going to do all that shit. Why is she talking to Hominy? Why is she talking to Hominy? Did you hear she's talking to Hominy? And it's going to be like this whole big thing. So I'm kind of looking forward to it. He's going to, you know what I think is going to happen? He's going to be like, oh shit, I'm messing her bird school life. I need to take a step back and it's just going to ignore her and it's going to fuck up something within them. It's going to cause some misunderstanding, but that's what I'm thinking. Nope. Ain't going to be no negatives between them. You don't want it to be. You're right. That's my head cannon. (laughs) Well, the name of this episode is fucking head cannon. It just has to be. It's just, it's so perfect. Anyway, (laughs) let's move on to the final Final topic, Eminence and Shadows. What didn't this finale have that you wanted? It didn't have what I feel like we're going to get in the next season. And that's the reveal to anybody, just anybody that he has already met that Shadow is Sid Cogino. I'm ready ready for him to, and I'm ready for him to either, this is what I want, right? I wanted him to either commit to the Shadows or, you know, I guess reveal himself. And I guess realistically, that's not who he's trying to be. I get it. I get all of that. But it's like, man, bro, this could be such a, this show could be so dominant. I feel like if he just chose a path, his path is cool. And we, I like that we get to see, because I guess without the, without him, without him being the, the, the background character Sid Cogano, we could never see all the details and intricacies that we do see. So that's a fair expectation. But if he were Sid Cogano, like I'm shadow and I'm always shadow, I feel like that would just be crazy ridiculous. But uh, hear me out, bro. That defeats what the show is. You're right. And what I'm saying is that to me, this episode was 80% of what I loved, like, like what I wanted. It was a hundred percent fire. Like I love the entire episode. I ain't saying I, I didn't say once I didn't love this episode. This episode was phenomenal. It was a phenomenal finale. Like I love this shit. This was everything that I wanted in the in a, an anime episode. Just not everything I wanted out of this anime episode, bro. Listen, when I tell you this had everything, everything possible that I entirely wanted. I wanted the the princess to join Shadow Garden. Mm-hmm. She joined fucking Shadow Garden. What you said is six. What you said is she's probably gonna know who Sid is because now she's in Shadow Garden. There's no mm-hmm. no questions no questions about it. But she's just gonna have to move different and try to and, and kind of keep it cool. All right. But not only that, we finally I mentioned it last week. I think it was last week or two weeks ago. We finally got the girl with the red hair back. She was. Mm-hmm. She has been obsessive about trying to kill Shadow because Shadow killed who she thought is her was her only parent figure left. And you did. You said that last week, and I, when I saw it, I was like, "Let's 
go. Like that's exactly what we were saying. When, when is she gonna come back? You said it last week, and it was yep. so fire that even that like what was it eight seconds of her was amazing for me because it was like the fact that she's it's not perfect. forgotten. She's still gonna be there. So that was great. And then again, the final thing was most of it was the fight. Was the fight between two of the strongest that they have, or two of the strongest that we've seen in the verse so far, mm-hmm. and that's the other princess and the fucking Beatrice, the sword goddess, and he fucking popped off on both of them like it's nothing, like it's nothing, yeah. like he, he he fucking silent walked on Beatrice. She's like, oh my, the way the fucking sound design, yes. the rain stopped, and this is the first time you ever hear me say this. They use the fucking. They basically took a picture and then drew another picture, drew the background of the picture and the background with his foot in there. And then they moved that picture out the way. That's all they did. It was an, it was an animated. He just disappeared. And it was like quiet and he disappeared and he was behind her. And it was so fucking sick the way he was moving and, and grooving. Uh, the princess had a fucking mithril sword, mithril, mithril relic sword. Artifact. Yep. Couldn't do shit with him. Couldn't touch him. Didn't even hit him once. Well, she hit him into the wall, but he, he wanted that to happen so he can get get the tongues and try to fight with that. Like, everything was so fucking well done, man. <laughs> it was so fucking well done that it was unbelievable how this, and like, these last few episodes, which were decent, amounted to this. So, so let's look at this, though. Like Polo said, bro was fighting the best swordsman that they know of in this in the verse the best swordsman in the verse that they know of the war goddess um and he was like i'm gonna get knocked into this train or into this wall i'm gonna come out with two crowbars and use them like tomfus the weapons that he used in the very first episode and he was so excited he was so excited. i'm about to work y'all he's fighting an, a legendary artifact weapon mithril weapon with <laughs> With crowbars and putting in work, decimating Insane, us. two of the strongest people we've ever seen. Now he also said, and this is why I love this show as well, that like basically you're almost as good as us. Talking to Beatrix, your swords, your swordsmanship is almost as good as ours. Meaning <laughs> that you're not good enough to be part of Shadow Garden. Just so you know, so we know for sure. Oh my God. We don't need everybody to show up. We know that Shadow is enough, but Alpha could show up. Beta could show up. Delta could show up. Epsilon could show up. <laughs> everybody can show up except for the one that don't fight. And it's a wrap. Yep, the, one that, the one that owns the department store. <laughs> oh God, um, man. They're all so fire, bro. It's Eminence and Shadow, February 23rd, so two days from now, three days from now, we'll be getting an announcement that's supposed to be happening on what's going on with Eminence. Obviously, it's going to be season two. Mm-hmm. So we're going to find out when that is. But it's with this, the final episode turned out the way it was. I do think that the, the capstone made up for what I was kind of feeling in the middle. And what I was kind of feeling in the middle was that like we either need more shit to pop off or we need some some more movement with Sid himself. Like, be Shadow more or just make moves that you're actually aware of. I feel like he's more aware of the situation now than he has been. Now that he's seen, like, uh, Perv-Ass Hat, which is still the fucking stupidest name. 
Uh, it's not for comedic relief. It's not even funny. His name is Perv Ass Hat. Whatever. I hate it so much, but I digress. It's. I do think that it's necessary to for them to pop the fuck off uh, next season when it comes to the way Shadow moves. And I'm praying, my gut check for next season is that I'm praying that we get more of the Shadow Garden ruining the Dia- Coto Diablos and see it being a part of that and knowing that there's more to this than meets the eye. The, the, the reveal of like Sid Kagano's entire like Shadow's Village. Oh God, it was sick. And, and, and I love the fact that we come in 664 and 665 are fighting and they're quite literally fighting just like how Sid was just fighting Beatrix mm-hmm. and it's like you can't actually see them fighting, bro. And it's just like, oh my God, man. Oh, man. Everybody in his house a demon. I really want the princess to like find out that he said, though. That's that's all I want. She, and she will because she was hurt because remember, she's in love with him see because it. she feels like he was trying to defend her regardless of his strength. Like he did, he wasn't strong enough to defend her, but he, he still tried. So the fact that that was destroyed right in front of her. And then eventually we'll get to the point where she finds out Sid and Shadow are one in the same. I'm just like, yo, she about to be number one. And they gave her 666. She's about to be a demon. Straight up. She is literally about to be a demon. And the name of the episode was Advent of the Demon. Shadow. She joins 666. It's going to be fire, bro. I can't wait to whatever it is. They, they gassing us up, bro. They Definitely gassing us up. I'm diesel. <laughs> I'm looking forward to to it more. Um, overall, my sleeper is fire. Maybe we'll give this a rating one day. Maybe let's give it time to settle and cool down. Um, and we'll do a we'll uh give it a ranking. But I'm very very proud of it. Before we head out of here, um, little 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 taste of what you think of Blue Lock in this most recent episode. Oh, I like this episode a lot, actually. Did you? I, I really, really did. Um, but I think also I just like Bachira. Mm. I think that he, I think that he is one of the most solid characters in the entirety of the show. But it's because he's the only constantly progressive character. So I do think this is a, a really good episode, and getting his story was was good. But Blue Lock as a whole. I'm just tired of people hyping it for what it ain't. It, like it's not what everybody is saying it is. But I, I do I did really enjoy this episode, but only because we got so much of Bachira. I like it because I like what Baru turned into. Oh yeah. Him asking the questions to Isagi. That I liked. And what's crazy is that we saying these people's names and don't ask us what it was three weeks ago because we couldn't tell you what they're doing. I could have told you Bachira, but I don't know the main character name. I know Isagi. There you go, Isagi. Baro. I know Baro. I know him. Everybody I know Nagi and uh, shit, the redhead one. Fuck. Isagi. Isagi, Nagi, Chidori? Ch- I thought Ch- Chidori? It's not Chidori. Chidori is the fucking the lightning blade move. Um, I know. I'm saying that. <laughs> <not Chidori. laughs> that's, that's on me. I made that mistake. Chigiri. Chigiri. Close. Yeah, I, yeah, it's. I just hope it gets better. This this next battle has to be like fucking. 
they got a 5 0 or 5 1 or something like that. Because when they do the back and forth and they try to leave us in suspense and then they end up winning or they end up losing, like, I'm tired of that. It's just been that same shit over and over and over. I want, I want Isagi's crew to, to 5 0 them. But it's not going to happen, bro. Bro, that'll be, but how sick would that be? 1, 2, 3, and 14. But how sick would that be, though? Amazing. That'd be sick for the story. That'd be sick for the plot. That'd be sick for egos. That'd be sick for just an entire, an entire, like, (sighs) like flipping this anime on his head. It'd just be like, and they moving. They fucking moving. Passing, ballroom passing it and fucking. This is what's about to happen. This is what's about to happen. This episode. This game is going to go. Three episodes. Episode 20, 21, yep. 22, and 23. You're probably right. And then we're going to be Saudi as fuck. And the episode 24 right. is going to be the announcement of season two because it's definitely getting a season fucking two. Unfortunate. Ugh. Just wrap this shit up, please. Do we have to? I might not watch season two. It depends. <laughs> Do I have to keep, keep up with my sleeper? <laughs> I think, I mean, I'll probably watch it. Just because I'm just because I'm here now. Invested at this point, right? Just because I'm here now, and because it's a sleeper, we had to watch it. So I'm here now. You know, I'm here now. Uh, I'm at Polo Borflano on social media. I'm at King Taliano on all social media. You can follow our social medias at Mike Check Waifu on Twitter, and at Mike Check Waifu Waifu on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And as always, Mike Check. Man. Mike Check, Waifu Waifu.